Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cinema Shot. I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. What? The Marvelous. Wait, no, it's not that! <laughs> wow. You know, it's funny. Uh, for number one, shout out to Tyler for doing an amazing intro on this week's Cinema Shot with oh, man, uh, the Fusion Reborn by fusing your voices together and, and making it really great. Tyler's a great editor. I I do not appreciate ah, enough. Nah. Um, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Char Shot Games Cast. Uh, I'm your host, Ben, a.k.a. You don't even know. Ziggy. No, I don't. I'm out of it, apparently. Um, joining me is the special birthday boy himself, who's taking his leisurely godly time to talk with us. Welcome, Justin. Hello. It's my birthday. I have an 11% beer here that I've already drank half of, um, so let's let's do this show. I'll be, yeah. It'll be fun. It's gonna be a good time, gonna be a ball. And I'm also the person who I do cinema shot with on a weekly basis, uh, Tyler. Uh, before we started the show, I got an entire box set of new Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and and out of the twenty-four packs, I only got four good cards. Damn! Wow. The, so there. But how many? Karibos? My luck sucks. Just one. Oh, okay. In that the life of a TCG player, you constantly Indeed. dropping money for the gotcha, gotcha hell right for, there for the pulls. But can you can you code them into Masterling? Master um, uh, these are relatively new, so they're not in the game yet. Oh, okay. Oh. That's lame. Maybe he will one day. Uh, okay. Uh, we are the Charshot Gamescast. We are a weekly video game podcast that is the games we've been playing and the news we've been reading. And birthday boy, you've been busy. Little bit. Uh, I like. I mean, do you know what I've been playing? Like, what, what was that? What was that alluding to? Are you spying I mean, on him? I mean, like you stream Sonic Transform Racing and. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, okay. yeah. But I also I haven't been streaming normally, so like, there's you know that. But anyway, I actually have been playing quite a few things. Um, so, yes, I to, to get it out of the way, I did stream some um, Sonic Racing Transformed uh, Sunday morning, uh, yesterday, for those that are live, uh, with my buddies Tyler, Lo, and Thomas. Um, yeah, that was fun. As kind of a, a, like a birthday morning stream. I mean, it was early. It was yesterday. But, you know. I knew we were doing the podcast today, so I figured I would stream yesterday. And we had a really good time. Um, it, it was it was pretty chill. You know, Sunday mornings aren't, like, the best time for me to stream. Uh, but I like to do it because I get some people, like, from uh, from overseas that I miss a lot and uh, can't normally hang out with me. So it's always nice to do that. Um, especially shout-outs to my friend Danny. Uh, also known in English, at least, as Epic Hedgie. Um, who always finds time to to pop in after his streams, um, because he's in Sweden, so like it's not more Sunday morning for him. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's always a good time seeing him and stuff. Uh, when we briefly get to chat, but um, yeah, that that was a really fun time. Um, I'll probably go through and like I, I tried to pull a few uh, clips out of the vod because there was some really funny stuff in there. Um. Like like Thomas uh, commenting on on Amy, um, even though she's like a small child, <laughs> that she was like an alien or something. Yeah, I, I don't remember what he said. Honestly, I need to look at the clip. Um, but it was something about was she's not real anyway. So true. Um, do you think we're gonna get Amy in the in the Sonic movie? By the way, um, hmm. 
Good question. That is a good question. I would say maybe like at the end she shows up like after like the chaos has happened like and they stop. Surprise! Spoiler: They stop. If she Eggman. does show up, Metal Sonic would have to as well. I wouldn't say yeah because I mean I feel like they're gonna tease like Shadow at the end, yeah, like for the next movie. But like Amy's just kind of always there. Like she's yeah. does she have like a proper introduction where she's like important? She- She's, uh, well, her first appearance is Sonic CD, and she's basically being rescued by Sonic. And she kind of just okay. is, she's kind of just a stalker to Sonic, just, like, constantly looking for him, trying to get him to get with, get with her. So, yeah, like... the first time she's kind of important is Sonic Adventure 1, but yeah. that's kind of about it, aside from Sonic Heroes. But she okay. was only I'm one game... skipper, honestly. No, I, like, I, I could, I would easily, I could easily say that Amy, post credit scene... Um, or maybe not even actually post scene would be pretty nice she's like looking like hey, I've been looking for you Sonic and there's Amy all in her animated version you know and it's the game voice actor Class- classic design or modern design I would say to go with the more modern because only in, like uh, just because that's what people know of like a lot of like you know that's Sonic CD is great and all but like it's I when I think of Amy Rose I think of SA1 and further beyond that design with the skirt and everything. I'm going to be a new design, but really based on like, yeah, they will, like, style. She looks radically different when you look at her in CD. Yeah. Oh, I guess I haven't seen her in that, but I was just curious. Just I'll post Because I'm actually kind of in a Sonic mood. Um, that's what I was kind of going to transition into. Um, yeah, Sonic. So we played Sonic Racing. It was a lot of fun. And I had talked briefly like during the stream about the crazy mods that like basically fix Sonic Lost World. Um, so we finished the stream, I had some lunch, and then I downloaded some mods for Sonic Lost World. Um, I never, I, I mean, I briefly played the game, like, the first level, basically, and I was like, oh, this is, like, this kind of reminds me of Mario, uh, Galaxy, but, like, not as good. You and everyone else there, buddy. Yeah. And I guess, like, it's only the first two levels that really have that Mario Galaxy vibe, right? Like, it gets more Sonic-y later. Yeah, I mean, it's the it more always... familiar aesthetics come in a bit later. Like you got Casino World, Ice World, uh, all that stuff. Okay. They all generally have that spherical design and just the level. Yeah, layout. it has the it has the same uh, cylindrical design for most of the levels. Yeah, so gotcha. that never goes away. Okay, but yeah, I I booted it up um, with some of the mod stuff. I'm actually I'm not totally sure all of the mods worked. Because uh, the problem is, like, it's super easy. There's, like, a one-click install for all the Sonic mods through this uh, hedge mod manager. Um, and I know it worked because one of the mods a- uh, adds back in the Wii U DLC into the PC version, which is really cool, like, to play, you know, Yoshi and Zelda Sonic levels in a PC game. Um, and those were there. But, like, a lot of the quality of life mods that you get for it, like... Um, improve the speed of the game and um, adjust some of the physics and things like that so it plays more like classic Sonic and slightly adjust some of the level designs to you know accommodate the new physics and speed and stuff and I honestly couldn't really tell if those were different Um, Mm. because it felt a little slow but it's possible like that's the improved version and it's just way worse otherwise yeah, Sonic is pretty slow in Lost World, uh, compared to other games, at least. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, I didn't hate the game at all. Like, it, it had some really cool stuff it's in it. It's serviceable. It's just really hard. Yeah. Um, but, like, my problem with Sonic has always been that I don't really like the, you know, gotta go fastness of it all. 
Like, I want to explore a level and, like, find all the secrets and stuff. But, like, a lot of Sonic levels are built for, like, multiple runs. So, you know, you go through, like, kind of let the level guide you and get to the end. And then you'll do it again when you, like, get better and kind of learn some of the tricks and stuff. And you can, like, find alternate paths. But for the most part, like, you're not really backtracking and, like, going off the beaten path and things like that. You're just taking different paths through the level. It's still, like, A to B. Um, so, like, you know, I grew up with Mario and stuff, where you are going from A to B, but, like, you're, at least in later Mario games, you're looking through every nook and cranny kind of slowly and, like, acrobatically um, to find the secrets along the way. Sonic has that, but it's, like, the focus is speed. And so I get those points when you're, like, just holding the control stick and letting Sonic dash. And then, like, I'll see paths, and I'm like, oh, I wish I could get there, but I'm, I just sped past it, like, without even noticing. Um, so I thought Lost World might be a good one because it is a little slower. Um, but the problem is I did a few levels. It was pretty cool. Um, and then I jumped into the Zelda DLC, because of course I did. Yeah. Um, it's great, and isn't it? That world is rough with what? with Sonic gameplay. Um, I, I thought it was. I mean, it's been a hot minute since I played it, but that was. I mean, it's uh, it's neat to explore that area. Yeah, Sonic. If, if you don't know how the parkour system works, then you're going to find yourself falling off well, you, many bottles. By that, okay. Yeah. To be fair, you should have played a couple levels, and you should know by that how how the parkour system works. So, but I just said I only played like one or two, and then I jumped. I went straight to the Zelda DLC. So it's like, I yeah, didn't the totally game doesn't understand. really give you a good explanation of how the parkour system no, works it doesn't. anyway. I really didn't know like the skills and stuff he had, um, and how that stuff functioned. So I was trying to like do the the wall climb and that kind of thing, and just like could not figure it out. Um, so I tried to do a few more levels. I basically like got through the first world, and like I think I like the core game. Like it's it's interesting. Um, it feels a little different from, like, the Sonic I knew growing up. Uh, not not that I played a lot, but, like, I played some, you know, Sonic and Sonic 3 and Knuckles back in the day. Um, and a little bit of Sonic, Sonic Adventure when I had a Dreamcast. Um, but I like some of the new mechanics and stuff. I just, I'm not a big fan of the, uh, like, the jump mobility. Um, yeah, his jump arc is weird in Lost World. Yeah. It's kind of hard to, like, aim your jump in a way. Uh, and it also like, trips me up that he has a double jump in this game. He um, does. I mean, he does have it in Sonic Colors, but it has a more intuitive homing attack to compensate. Mm. In this one, the homing attack works way differently than it did in any of the previous games, mm-hmm. and it's weird. And, like, the bounce, there's the bounce move, and then there's the homing attack. And they feel the same, but they do different things, I guess. Because it's like, some things can only be broken by bouncing on them, and some things can only be broken by homing into them. And yeah, then sometimes like, you have to, like, homing kick into them and not use the homing attack, or else you just get hurt. Yeah. And it's just not very clear, like, how that stuff works. Um, so I found Again, myself taking a lot of damage. It doesn't do a really good job telling you how that shit works. Yeah. There really should be a few extra, like, tutorial levels. Which are only locked away in the Wii U gamepad! Oh, okay. So maybe I'll just, like, do some, like, you know, things you should know type videos and then get back into it. Because I think it's a cool game. 
I just I couldn't wrap my head around like the way you control Sonic, and so I was struggling with those early levels, even. Um, and then I tried to do the Knights DLC, and it made me mad because it was like a boss rush, and I did not know what I was doing. I love that. Yeah. I love that it DLC. Cool. I loved yeah. it so much. But yeah, right, it is the a boss rush. Is cool. It it is a boss rush, and that threw me off when I first got it. But just the visuals, man. Yeah. Sorry. But also like. Going back a little bit, shout out to the Knights level in uh, Sonic Racing Transformed. Shout That's like the coolest track in that game. It is. Drink the fucking it's tea, It's so boys. extra in the best drink, way. Drink the fucking tea. Welcome to Knights. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so then I went backwards a little bit. I went from Lost World, which I knew had some really good mods recently, because I just read up on the improvement mod uh, thing. And I went back to Generations. Um because while I was looking for mods, uh, like other mods for Lost World, um, I found some improvement type mods for Generations also. Oh, yeah. And then they can, like, add in um, levels from, like, Sonic 06 and Sonic Unleashed. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. the Unleashed Project. And, again, I wasn't sure if I got the mods to work because, like, I couldn't find those levels in the game. Like, I didn't know how you get to them. Um, and it's possible, like, you have to get to a certain point to unlock them. You know, an, a hub area or something. But I couldn't figure it out. So I was basically just playing the game. Um, and there, the main thing was there's some uh, graphics mods, which looked really nice. It was It's kind of like a, like a reshade setting, basically, but it's, it's like hard-coded into the game. Um, and they just kind of improved some of the lighting and shadow quality and, like, the, um, the like, some nice anti-aliasing and, you know, color, uh, make the colors pop a little bit more, that kind of thing. Um, but I think I had a mismatched mod in there where, like, the game was uh, locked 60 frames a second, but the cutscenes weren't. Oof. So the character models, like, freaked out during the cutscenes. And, like, oh, the boy. captions were desynced. And then it went back to gameplay. And, and <laughs> I should have taken a, a screenshot or something, but um, Sonic's model was, like, all distorted and, like... Uh, like a like a friggin' Del Toro oh monster. You, you had a big the clusterfuck moment. There. It was terrifying. There's a honestly. point in uh, some call me Johnny Sonic entry review where there was a weird graphical glitch that came up for Big the Cat, and he was just a mishmash of rainbow colors all over his model. It's mm. great. You can look that shit up. <laughs> this was Sonic Colors. Well, you know, you know what I mean. Um, the colors Sonic was supposed to be, <laughs> but like yeah. just distorted and and like Eldritch Horror. And I was like, oh, no, I broke it. And then, like, it went it's back Harry to... It's Harry Potter Obama. Like, I um, I got control of Sonic again, and he was fine. But it was this really, like... I almost, like, closed out of the game right then and there, because it was so gross. It was, like, inside out. Um, But anyway, Generations is cool. Yeah. Uh, it felt a little jarring to go back to, because it's like you don't have a double jump and stuff in that game. Um, so I probably should have started with it. But, like, I'm trying to learn to appreciate Sonic again. And I realize I'm probably going about it the wrong way with, like, the newer, you know, controversial titles. Um, Generations is controversial. Generations isn't controversial That's at That's all. one of the loved ones. Yeah, but it's not perfect. It's not like Sonic Mania. Mm, it's probably I mean, the like, best 3D Sonic. I'd say it's one of the better Sonic games yeah. to come out within its time period. Yes, right. Mania is obviously more beloved. But that's a lot of caveats. Like, yeah. Mania is more beloved, but Generations is, like, well-received. It's just short. That's its only problem. Mm, that's yeah. fair. And I guess that's why there's so many level mods for that game. Oh, it's yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. 
but I, I definitely I want to give more of uh, both of them more time. Um, but I got I got to figure out the modding situation first to make sure they're actually working right before I jump back in. Um, but yeah, that was my Sunday basically was going through um, Sonic games pretty much. But before that, um, jumping back a little bit, I jeez, what have I played? Um, I got on a Mega Man kick because uh, me and Lo played 30XX. You um, and I got some footage of that, which will be out in the near future. Um, and I mean, I like it, it's a great game. Like that that co op is super good, and the game itself is way better than 20XX. I think I talked about it last week. But it made me want to uh, get more into other Mega Man games. But I'm like, I've played them all. Like, I've played them all multiple times. So I was looking up, like, other games, like, other Mega Man-like games. Um, and I've decided my next video is going to be on Mega Man-likes. Because I found some really cool indie games that, like, I'd never heard of. That sound like dope, like, you know, retro throwback Mega Man-style games. Um, so I want to play through those a little bit. And then uh, do a video on, like, you know, the best Mega Man clones. So that I can talk about 30XX and then some of these ones that I'd never heard of. And, like, um, uh, like Azure Striker, Gunvolt, like, those kinds of things. Um, but the main one I've been playing is uh, Mega Man ZX. Um, because I decided to jump back into the Mega Man Zero collection. And I booted up Mega Man Zero 4, because that's where I left off, like two years ago or something when that came out. Ooh, that um, one's divisive for me. I know. I got through one through three, and, like, I'd never beaten any of them before. And then I beat all three of them. And, like, three was amazing. Like, one of the best yes. Mega Man games I've ever played. My man. Yeah. Bob. And then, um, I started four, and I was like, oof, this is a, this is a downgrade. <laughs> yeah. Um, Having only one Cyber Elf really neuters the entire experience. Yeah. So I played through a little bit of it, but it kind of like it, it just basically I, I was a little burnt out from one through three also. And then four was worse. So I got like a good hour in or so and gave up um, when I booted it back up a few days ago. I had like four um, like sub weapon mods or whatever, like the elemental mods, you know. Um, so I guess I'd beaten four of the robot masters. I'm not sure. Um, but it's point awesome, is, yeah. I booted it back up and it was like a like a mid mission, like between robot masters. Uh, where you're like rescuing um, uh, reploids or the the you know the the civilians basically in yeah. a, like a burning camp. Um, oh, I remember that. Yeah. One. So you rescue them all, and then you have a boss fight against Gate. Is that his name? Uh, Gate is from uh, X Six. I think you're thinking of a different guy. I can't remember his name. It's been a couple of years since I beat X uh, Zero. Big guy with a big gun. Um, yeah. And I could not beat him like he was yeah that stupid. boss took forever for me it was one of those things where like he hits like a truck and he has no like openings like he goes from from attack to attack to attack to attack and it just wasn't fun um so i tried a few times and i was like okay whatever i'm just going to switch over to like the casual mode or whatever to get through him and then you know it'll be done like this game isn't that good i'm fine cheesing it so I switch back. I go back to the menu. Uh, try to switch over to casual mode, and I can't. You, Oof. I get. I didn't realize you have to uh, do casual mode when you start the game. So I wasn't about to play through half of Mega Man Zero Four again. 
when I already didn't really like it. So I just went on to Mega Man ZX. Um, because I briefly played that, and then I played a little bit more of Advent um, on uh, as a ROM a few years ago. Um, but I don't really have a lot of attachment to those two games. So I was like, okay, I'll start with ZX and then move from there. Um, and it's really cool. Like, it's it's got some quirks. But, I mean, it's based on the Mega Man Zero engine. So, it you know, it plays really well. And uh, the levels you explore are pretty open. There's multiple paths through them. And they're they're neat. It was like kind of a like a carnival. Um, and like a, you know, an icy area. Um, like an office building. A forest. Like, there's a good variety of areas in there. Um, and then when you beat a robot master, you actually get like a transformation into them. It's called a biometal. So, instead of just like, you know, a color change and a a weapon, um, you actually have like a full-on transformation um, where you get like multiple of their abilities. Uh, like the first one I beat was the um, Biometal H. Uh, there's actually like two uh, two bosses per power, so like you get one that unlocks it, and then the other one that like unlocks its full potential. So that's why I say the first one was H because I got both of those first, and that one like it lets you uh, go from jump into kind of like a hover. Uh, like a like a you know flutter jump type thing, um, and then you have essentially your normal like uh saber attack uh combo, but you can like hold down the button and uh combo it into like a um saber plus like electrical ball that like auto seeks out enemies, and then each transformation has like an ultimate mode. That does something. I'm not totally clear on that. Do you know, Ty? Uh, I only played a bit of the ZX game, so I can't really say for sure. Okay. I didn't notice that at first. Because, like, the problem is when you get the the transformations, you don't have, like, a tutorial or anything on screen that tells you. You know, it's like, you get this weapon. Um, like in other Mega Man games, you just... You got the Goo Shaver. Yeah. <laughs> the Goo Shaver? Yeah, it's from, yeah, it's from X5. X5. Goo Shaver. Goo Shaver. From Duff McWhalen. Yes. I do not remember that power. So you, the, is, that, the, is that an X thing? Yes. Yeah, it's one of X's weapons. Yes. That's why. You know it's the next thing because it doesn't sound Jap- like a Japanese attack. That's true. And because I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, like, you get the transformation, but then you just kind of have to, like, figure it out yourself. And I keep forgetting it's a DS game because I got so used to the Zero games. Um... So, like, it has, you know, four buttons instead of two. And so, like, I never pushed the button that activates, like, your ultimate ability or whatever. Um, And then I did it by accident, and it just started, like, chugging through the special weapon ammo. And I was just, like, kind of, like, shimmering. I didn't actually know what it was doing. So, um, I have a few different transformations now, but I haven't really tested the ultimate abilities in any of them. Um... But yeah, they're not all created equal. Um, like, I got the, the Model F, which is kind of like the fire ability. And it it, it sucks. Um, I mean... Model F? More like Model Fuck, this armor sucks. Yeah, basically. Like, the, the problem is the H is so good because it has that extra jump ability. Um, I've, I've since gotten the F and the... Something else. I don't remember what. I just got it. Um, I was playing this, like, last night before bed um and 
So they both are normal jumps and then like, you know, variation of abilities. Like the model F is a shot. Um, your normal one is the, is model ZX. Obviously uh, it has the saber on one button and the, um, the, the shot on the other button. Whereas the transformations are mostly either saber or shot. Um, so like, regardless of which button you hit, it does essentially the same thing um, with slight variation. Um, so like H is kind of wind abilities. F is fire abilities. Um, and then I got like a water one, but I don't remember what it is. It's not model W because model W is like the, the big bad. Um, I guess it's ice actually not water, but whatever. That's just beside the point. Um, the game is neat is the point. And I like the transformation gimmick. Um, but the problem I have with it is it's mission based, but it's also like kind of nonlinear open world. Like they tried to be a Metroidvania and you can only select one mission at a time. So you go to like your main hub base or whatever. Um, you select a mission and then you can transport to different like teleportation hubs at certain areas, but not all the areas. Um, and if you go to an area that you don't have the mission for yet, you can go through like pretty much that entire area, but like no mission objectives will flag. So I was trying to find, like, I picked my first mission at random because I didn't care. I didn't have anything on my map. And then I just started, like, going through every door I found and ending up in some random area. But it was never the area I needed for my mission. So I would go so far to see if I could, like, get another teleporter spot or something. And I would, like, end up at a dead end where, like, the mission objective would pop if I had that mission. But because I didn't, it was just a dead end. <laughs> So I had to backtrack through that area again and go a different direction to try and find where I was going. And so this, like, it's a very simple thing to fix where it's either you don't make it mission-based and it's just when you get to that area, the objective pops. Or you make it mission-based, but when you select the mission, it teleports you to that area. Like it's a, you know, level select, essentially. But they didn't do either of those things. So it's just this awkward, like... If you don't already know what, which area you're going to and how to get there, good luck finding it in a timely fashion. <laughs> it's a lot of like just awkward backtracking through rooms you've already been to multiple times. Um, which, again, sounds sure, like a Metroidvania, but like here. you're not getting new abilities to access those areas at all. Um, occasionally, after you complete a mission, you'll get like a colored key card that gives you access to new rooms. But those rooms locked off are usually in areas you haven't even been to yet. Because, like, after each mission, you'll get, like, the next area on. So, like, after I got the Model H, like, the first part of the Model H, there was a teleporter room and then a door. And the door took me into the next area, which is where the mission that I had just selected was located. So I completed my mission, you know, turned it in at the, at the teleporter got the next mission that was in area I and then the door next to me took me to area I. And so then I was able to go through there and get the other half of the Model H. And if that all sounds very confusing, yes. It is. This is pretty much a guide dang it game from what I'm hearing. Yeah. But the, like, the game itself is still really cool. And like from little, what little bit I played of ZX Advent back in the day, um... 
I know it's similar, but it fixes some of those backtracking elements. But also, like, I remember the uh, the things you transform into are kind of meh in comparison. Um, so, like, I'm invested in the game now. Like, I'm going to keep playing it. But it's just, like, it's just shy of great, you know? Like, it's really the last new Mega Man thing we got. And, like... Yeah. It's got some issues. Unfortunately, it suffered because of lack of interest in the Mega Man series at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, X8 is great, but it didn't do that well either. Yeah. So. Agreed. Um, but I've honestly been kind of tempted to play through all the X games again. Especially with us talking about doing an X4 race. And get it's like, your maybe I should play that beat. game again before... Uh, I'm gonna train, motherfucker. You don't know. I don't exactly. Need, I don't need to train. I don't. I don't need to train to beat you, Jokers. Yeah, be like me during the Tekken first to ten. Difference. <laughs> difference is I'm me. I'm built different. But we'll talk about that later. Wow. All right. All right. You come to my birthday, cocky. I see. I'm, I'm always know. cocky. You know this. We've known each other for That's five true. years now. Yeah. Ah, Prince of all Satans. Exactly. (laughs) Five years I wish I could take back. Bye, everybody! Fuck this! I'm (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Happy fucking birthday, everybody! Have a fun fucking show. I have to pee. (laughs) No. Okay. Anyway, um, aside from that, it's been mostly dabbling. Uh, Like I said, I was kind of like Mega Man and Sonic focused. Um, I got my... It's behind me. I'm not going to grab it. Um, I got my, like, you know, Android phone handheld device in a state where, like, I consider it playable. Um, I redesigned it a little bit, so it's not a clamshell, because I couldn't get that to work right. Um, and it's, it's, it's kind of like, picture, like, a, um, basically a controller holster with a spoiler, like a car spoiler on it. And you, like, slot the phone into the top, like, you know, kind of spoiler-shaped sleeve. Um, so it just kind of holds it on like a, um, like a, like a sheet of music. And so I was dabbling a little bit in some of those, uh, retro games. Um, but I didn't get too much in because like by the time I got it all sorted and tested it, my phone was at like 12% or something like that. So I tried to play some Skies of Arcadia and it like died immediately. Um, but there's a few games on there I really want to get into more, um, Mostly, like, Sega games, ironically. Um, like, Skies of Arcadia, for example. And then, um, last but not least... Uh, sorry, I forgot what I was saying after I after I started speaking. Jeez, um, what was I? Oh my god. <laughs> you might have to come back to me. This is ridiculous. Um, it happens. I did briefly. I'll, I'll, okay, not last but not least. Um, I did briefly uh, pull up F Zero X after it launched on the N sixty four online thing because um, I've just never played that game, and I need someone to like walk me through it, like you know, play the game with me because I just don't really understand F Zero. Like, and there's no items or anything, right? It's a pretty straightforward racer. You just use speed and your wit. Okay, that's what I thought. Because it felt like I was missing something, but I wasn't sure. Um, yeah, it seems neat. Like, I mean, it's it's way better than the SNES one, that's for sure. Um, but I really didn't spend much time with it. 
Uh, dang it, what was the, the last thing I had? Um, I got nothing. Oh boy. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. I'm already gone, y'all. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Tyler, and if I think of it, I will interrupt him. I'm Tyler! Sorry. Yeah, go for it. Um, it's just been the same old shit this week. I've uh, continued my uh, playthrough for Fire Emblem Three Houses hard mode. I forgot to mention that last week. I am playing New Game Plus on hard with uh, all the units going through permadeath if they lose all their life. So, yeah, I've been trying really hard to make all my units as strong as possible and not get a sneak crit or something like that. Because it can happen. Um, I'm up to the second part of the game, like, post-time skip stuff. Like, Edelgard is the new emperor. She's pretty much taken over most of the land. And uh, in my playthrough specifically, she has left her party, uh, took her most trusted uh, right-hand Hubert with him, and my team is pretty much gutted because of it. Fortunately, I planned on this, because there are several units that... uh, I recruited beforehand to circumvent this. Like, I got Hilda, a.k.a. Kilda, on my team. Uh, And she is a beast. Like, in my second hard mode playthrough, um, she pretty much clutched it out by getting a low health crit on the final boss. And I'm kind of hoping that she'll pull through here. And uh, I'm about two story missions in so far uh, in the second part. And that second one's really tough. Because you're supposed to protect the, the monastery, which is pretty much destroyed at this point in time, uh, from a whole bunch of Empire mooks. And uh, if you don't get this specific uh, ally unit to a specific bo- uh, spot before a rogue enemy soldier uh, kills them, they won't be able to set off the terrain to uh, mix off most of the soldiers and dwindle their health and uh, give you the free pass. So, I failed to keep that guy alive in my first try. Second try, I protected him with the, the knowledge of uh, making the battle easier. And uh, I was able to get that down without any of my units uh, getting any casualties. Because in that first run, I had, like, two units die on me, and it was sad. Like, imagine Pokemon Nuzlocke if they were official. That's exactly what using a unit, losing a unit in Fire Emblem is like. And uh, I haven't really played it since that second mission because it was uh, it was a big triumphant moment um, getting the the win on that one. Aside from that, uh, what was the other game I played? Oh yeah, uh, I booted up uh, Pokemon Shining Pearl again because mm. I haven't done that yet. Because the new Shaman uh, event is finally live. Um, you get the mystery gift uh, online, and you receive Oak's letter. You go past uh, that one place in Victory Road that's blocked by some asshole before you uh, beat the Elite Four. Uh-huh. I still couldn't get and, past uh, him, by the way. Uh-oh. Uh, it's pro- uh, you probably have to trigger some uh, post-game stuff, because I definitely did that. Uh, oh, yeah. I, like, I, it's My objective still says to like meet uh, What's-His-Rival in Snowpoint. Yeah, you you gotta uh, enter the new island that's available to you at that point in the game. Okay. Uh, Iron Brick uh, Island. You can do that. But yeah, uh, 
I went through that route because I hadn't gone through there yet. Um, I went to the rock uh, where Professor Oak is standing, and he tells you that uh, you should write whatever it is that you're grateful for because that's what triggers the event. And you can type anything you want. Uh, for oh, me, no. I, I typed in that I was grateful for Cynthia because I am a uh, Cynthia Synth. And she is pretty much the reason why I got that far. Because my victory against her was not easy. And uh, that's when Shaman shows up. It runs away from you at first, but then a new path opens up, and uh, you go down this incredibly long fucking uh, field of flowers, which takes about, like, two minutes to uh, traverse through for some reason. But there's nothing there? Yeah, there's absolutely nothing there. It's just... A giant field of flowers that you have to run through. That's how it was in the uh, original, I think, too. Yeah, it was. Only difference is, that was a Toys R Us uh, timed event. Whereas this one, it's a Wi-Fi one, so it's a bit easier to access. Um, So, one thing you should know, the Shaman is level 30. Oof! And if you don't have anything that has, like, false swipe or anything that can put it to sleep... You're not going to be able to catch this thing. Uh, fortunately, I had the hindsight to have my boy Sceptile uh, no false swipe and like get it down to a single point of health. I threw a few Ultra Balls at it, and I was able to get it on the first try. And, um, yeah, I nicknamed it Fauna just because. Yeah! You know, it's, it's fitting. Uh, I also uh, did the rematches for Elite Four because the second time that uh, you go up against them... Their parties are changed, and their levels are significantly higher. And uh, that was tough. I will say that as much. Uh, Most of my party is in the 70 to 85 range. And it was a bit tough getting through it. Like, probably the hardest that I got through was probably Lucian, the fourth guy that you fight before Cynthia. Because he has an Alakazam on his team. And if you know anything about Alkazam, you know those motherfuckers are fast. Oh, yeah. They're going to outspeed most of what you have. They outspeed you, and their special attack stat is through the roof. And their special defense isn't too shabby either. So if you have any special attackers, you're pretty much boned. Fortunately, most of my team are physical attackers. And I also have a Gyarados that knows Dragon Dance, which not only boosts attack, but also speed. So I was just able to crunch in a couple shots and get the victory on that one. Um, Actually, the hardest part of that fight was uh, he now has a Gallade on his team, which he didn't have before. And uh, Gallade is part psychic, part fighting. And I didn't have any fairy-type moves on my team, so getting around that was a bit tricky. Mm. And I kind of assumed that was slow, but no, that motherfucker's fast. Uh, Faster than my Alakazam, at the very least. So, that was a bit problematic. Uh, Psychic fighting is just a brutal combo. It is. Uh, If you don't have a fast ghost or fairy move, then it's going to knock you out with its psycho cut. It is is brutal. Mm -hmm. But I was able to clutch out the win uh, with super soaker strategies, max potions, and revives. And... um, Getting through Cynthia's Garchomp was actually easier than the first time because I actually had the hindsight to have Gyarados no Dragon Dance. Seriously, that is stupid busted. (laughs) Uh, But aside from that, 
that's pretty much all I got. I haven't really been playing much this week. Cool, thank you. Uh, so for me, uh, I need to talk about Final Fantasy VI Picks Remaster, uh, and I'm only gonna talk about one aspect. Um, they redid the opera house scene, like, and so if you mm-hmm. played original FF6 or even on the GBA or whatever version, uh, the opera house scene it was never vocalized and it was always pretty much you know doing what it could with 2D sprites. They fucking pulled the 3D mode on this thing, and you actually had. Um, oh god, what's her name? Uh, Celeste, sorry, Songbirds in, in my party, uh, sing the part of Maria, which was like, oh my, I was blown away by that. It was just like, holy shit, you still have to memorize what you're, what you're supposed to say, but, and it's still time, but it was just like, oh my god. It kind of makes me wish It you- makes me mad too, because when I did the story play... I like I found like an orchestral performance or whatever and tried mm. to sync the the lyrics of that to the game and like I had to kind of like cleverly cut like the the scene around it like kind of you know do some some editing magic to make it look like it fit and then they just went in and changed the whole scene yeah with audio and it's like that's so much easier yeah it's it, it was it was beautiful like I seriously picture remaster has been a wonderful experience like like oh god put them on switch anyways um uh besides that i did make some more progress in the triangle strategy uh it is all out war um the the country of afros um so i think i talked about this last time um where um we were in a mine we were called we were called to the great Nor- norwellian mines which is a joint Union uh, mine between all three nations, so like that way it's a balancing act between these three countries. And um, one of the people, one of the lords of Air Frost, found something in the mine. We, I do not know what it is yet. My theory is that it's a salt, like a salt vein, like a way to get salt out. But so far, they've they established firmly that salt. The only way to get salt in the region is through the nation of Hyzant. Um, are you hating on Amy Rose? She looks awful. What is wrong with you? Anyways, wow. moving on from this man's trash. So some Sonic fan he is. Um, so uh, it's so mean, that, he, you said that's the design they changed. Yeah, this one's fine. It's not gross. Uh, it's cute. Hashtag not my Amy. Oh my god, you fucking weave. Anyways, um, so. Uh, this the person who finds it, who works for he he, he is a Lord of Air Frost. He's thinking, oh shit! If I tell um, the, the 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 Lord the 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 not king, he's he has a proper. I think he's a duke, the Duke of Air Frost, uh, who's basically there like the king for that kingdom. I could be promoted. I can use this as blackmail to pr- promote it to prime minister or some shit, and um, so. And he does that, and he's like, oh, he needs to can blackmail me. And he fucking gets uh, assassinated for it. Um, you, you, you try to save him at first, but eventually he gets assassinated for it. Uh, no, you don't save him. Actually, he shows up. You find him dead on the ground already, um, which is like, okay. And, and that basically triggers the war. So, like, why? Like now my question, now, like, everybody's question is, like, why is, why would Air Frost send their army... Their, their elite guard to this mine when it was a joint union between us. What did they find? We don't know. 
So then we find out that the whole fucking army for Air Frost basically mobilized and they are attacking the capital city of Glendale, which is what your country, that's the one you represent. So it's basically fuck peace, I choose violence kind of thing. And now I'm like, the capital city is overrun, your team is on the run. Um, in fact, you see the king of Glendale or uh, Glen- Glenbrook get murdered in front of you and in front of his daughter and his two sons. Uh, it's just like it, it, it's 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 crazy, and I'm just going, why? What is this lunacy? Why are we doing this? And I can only tell, like, what well, I can't. I need to know what they find in that mine. And so far, in what I've played, uh, it hasn't. So, besides that, story-wise, um, uh, I've encountered two new party members. Um, one of them is a mage user who's actually pretty cool, and they actually get their own cutscenes. Uh, it's not like Fire Emblem where when you can recruit new characters, you have to do a battle scenario for them. At least so far, I could be wrong. But they kind of just show up and they basically go, hey, I want to be part of your party. And like they can do unique things. Like um, the wizard, whose name I forget because I've only used him in one battle, he can use wind magic. He's like the only one so far who can use wind magic. And he can, and that basically not only does damage, but it basically can turn, like, make enemies face the wrong way, which is really unique. Uh, the other one, I think, is another sword user, but he can steal enemies' uh, technical points and give your your partner's technical points. So he's very useful in battle. Plus, he has a cool saber sword. So there's that. The only complaint I have about this game is there's not as many battle scenarios as I thought there would be. A lot of the game, a lot of this game is a lot of talking, a lot of ex- a, lot, a little bit of exploring a little area every now and then. But it's like so far, it's like one chapter of battle. I was expecting. One or two, which is like depends on how. Now that being said, the in the in the in the tent that you can go into, there is a uh, by the bar. There is a, a bartender you can talk to, and you can do mock battles, which are very small, bite sized and basically it's your way. If you need to grind, that's your way to grind to level up characters. And they're not they're like quick one and done battles. They're, they're like the the maps are super super small. They're nothing too extravagant, but it's a way to get used to characters uh, and stuff like that. So now, now the game is starting to become more fun because I've lo- I've unlocked the ability to upgrade weapons. I've unlocked the ability to upgrade cl- uh, characters' classes. I can't do it yet, but the option is there. You need like a medal and be level ten, all these other things. Um, and then again, you can upgrade characters' weapons as well. Um, it's it's so far again. I'm not I'm not disappointed with the game. But the, like I said, the only thing I'm disappointed with is like I thought there would be more battle scenarios, and I think for most people, if you're not super hooked up into the story right away, you might find yourself being bored because it's a lot. It's a lot of talk, it's a lot of politics, it's a lot of manipulation, which I find engaging and interesting because of how they present it and th- like this world is so rich, uh, at least for me. But if you're looking for somebody who's like, okay, I want maps, I want to do constant scenarios. So far, that's not in there. Maybe I, I mean, I'm in chapter five. I have no idea how long this game is. Um, I I hope it starts to get more battles now that the war is efficient. I'm hoping like I don't think I'm in the, in the tutorial section because that was the first three chapters. So I'm hoping now that basically Air Frost has declared war on uh, on Glenbrook that um, effectively more battle scenarios will start happening. But we'll have to see. Uh, the, the only time will be told. So, outside of that, I've been playing more Arkham Knight. Uh, what a shock. Um, I, I played it. I saw the Batman on Wednesday. 
and I immediately came home with a few, with like, I think I had like two hours up before I had to stream. No, I had three hours, I think. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to play Batman for at least two hours. And I did! And I'm finally appreciating it playing on Nightmare difficulty, because I've been play- like I said, I've been playing it on New Game Plus, uh, and it automatically sets it to Nightmare difficulty. And it's just, it's my, so far my moment where, like, I, I love this game's combat even more is I was on the, the first time you go onto an airship where you can turn the ship basically from left to right. Um, not airship, blimp, I'm sorry. And you can kind of turn the ship left to right based on um, uh, on a certain piece of technology Batman can have. And there's a whole bunch of goons attacking the scientist guy. And, like, that is the first moment in this, in this run where, like, I had to use... Not just pairing, and of course, in Nightmare Difficulty, the pairing f- window, that, that visual, is gone. So it's pretty much based on feeling. Um, you basically have to beat all these dudes down, and there's like at least maybe 50 dudes in there. Um, and it felt so cool, because it's like, you're beating on somebody, and then you parry this person, and you build enough meter, and then you break a weapon, and you build enough meter, and you break that dude's arm. Then you smash this dude into a into a, like electrical a wire box. It's just so fucking cool. Like I I understand like the like on like normal difficulty like Arkham Asylum and the Arkham games can kind of get like you know oh it's just you know parry and parry and attack. And I never play. This is the first time I'm playing this high of a difficulty on any of the Arkham games. And none of it has been frustrating. Like, I've had to do several sections a couple of times. Not Predator sections, because I'm a godlike. I'm godlike at those. Um, but uh, but in terms of combat, I've had to do it just because I tend to overextend myself and try to get too fancy. I, t- I go for the stuff that looks cool versus just being efficient. So I'll try to do, like... Okay, I'm going to shock you, then I'm going to pull you in, I'm going to parry you, but sometimes I'll miss the parry window, and that leaves me getting hit. It's it's a whole thing. But when you when you get a combo free-flowing down, mm, there's something so special about it. Um, yeah, it's It's been really, really good. I just got to the point where Barbara Gordon is quote-unquote killed. I know she's not dead. I couldn't remember for a while that, like, when Scare it looks like Scarecrow kills her, but I think it's the... I remember, I think it's the fear toxin that makes Batman it is. think... Uh, okay, this, that, that's what I... Like, yeah, because I know she's alive. I know she's not dead. Um, I don't think I ever got that far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> my bad. Minor spoiler. <laughs> no, you're cool. I just, uh, like... I was trying to remember. Yeah, like, it's like it's like a big... Like, holy shit, Barbara's alive! Um, that's cool. Uh, but I, th- right, I I just unlocked the third, the third island, so now I'm about to uh, go take care of that shenanigans. Uh, Poison Ivy's got her big giant plants going. It's... I just love it. I just love this game. Uh, and I actually started looking at mods uh, just to see like what I could do to change the game. I'm normally not a mod person, but I figured, well, fuck it. Let me let me see this. And the craziest mod I found is they somebody, or I don't know if it's a group of people or not, have found a way to mod in the Flash in the game. And not mm-hmm. just like as a skin, like full-on superpowers, the Flash. And it's like slow down time, running fast, and everything. And I'm like, I gotta try instead it. of Batman. Instead of Batman, yeah, it's it's crazy. Okay. Like, I t- there's a Jakey Superman mod too, but I don't think it one's that's nearly as good as the Flash. Um, there's a couple of costume mods I wanted, but like the I, the only costume mod I really want is Catwoman. Uh, Batman Returns to Catwoman, but you have to in- download something else to install it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm not doing that right now. Uh, maybe at some point I will. But um, like, cause I don't want I don't care about graphic overhaul. 
uh, on this game because I think Arkham Knight still looks fantastic. Like in comparison to, obviously it's going to look a little weaker compared to like modern current stuff out right now. But I still think it looks great for a game came out in twenty fifteen. Um, granted, mm-hmm. I am playing on a beefy PC with the highest settings, but even that has its limits. You know, um, it, I think it still holds up pretty well. Like I, I saw some like things like, oh yeah, back of Arkham Knight has when I was looking through these mods. Arkham Knight has not aged well compared to... I'm like, what? Are we seeing the same damn game? What? Like, it looks ambient as hell. I look... I, I can't Arkham chill. Asylum still looks great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it does. Exactly. Like, you fuck, you people are crazy. I understand, like, lighting and probably there's, like, a lighting mod that makes everything look even better, but the game looks amazing for what it is. Um, you know, uh, but I'll probably... I'm gonna try to... I'm trying to be Arkham Knight before Strangers in Paradise comes out. That's what I'm trying to do. So I'm trying to mainline the does story. Come out tomorrow? Uh, the 16th, I think. So, I think it might be Thursday, actually. Um, oh. I, don't think, I don't think it comes out tomorrow. Um, so I, I just... Tomorrow. That's fine, it gives me time to play Tunic. Exactly. Uh, again, don't buy that yet. Uh, anyways, um... <clears throat> okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, that's, that's all I've been playing. Um, uh, I mean, like, outside of that, I've been playing Streets of Rage 4 ever since I played it with low on stream. Uh, I've been doing the survival mode, uh, and I've... I've played, um, I started playing Max in his, um, uh, his new sprite, the Street Rage 4 character, and he is dumb. He's dumb. Super Armor City. Uh, it's, exa- not even Super Armor, um, he just hits really hard and it feels good. His spinning knuckle punch is really, really fun. And one of his new moves that you unlock is that he can basically do a command run, a command a command grab run. So he'll run at you and do a grab, and then it's all over. So he does the Hugo thing, pretty much. Yeah, it's it's really really fun. Um, I, again, Streets of Rage Four, that Mister X Survival DLC, that alone ha- will extend the game's longevity forever because it's constantly new levels. And, and like until and like until you, I would say until you max out all the characters' new moves, and even then, you can go back and like, okay, let's try experimenting. I just want to do a run of this. Let's just do a run of this. It's it's fucking great. But we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we will be discussing this week in news. So sit back and hang tight, everybody. We're plenty back. Yes, we always are. Oh, right. I don't have the news up. Lovely. We never left. No, are, are we okay. back now? We're good. Okay, We're okay. Good. All right, hello, everybody. It is now time for the news section of the Charge Shot Gamescast. We're going to talk about something that we were supposed to talk about last week, but I forgot. Uh, Deadline, I don't want any ads. Um, it seems that God of War uh, is going to be adapted or is being eyed to be adapted by Amazon Prime Video. Uh, to a TV series. PlayStation flagship action adventure franchise God of War is heading to television. Prime Video is negotiating for a live action TV series based on the Hollywood. Uh, here the series is adaptation comes from the Expanse creators, producer Mark Fergus and Hawk Otspeed. That's a really cool last name. And the Will of Time yeah. executive producer, showrunner Rafe Judkins, uh, as well as Sony Pictures like Television. Rafe? Rafe? I'm going to say Rafe. Um, uh, you know what would be, be cool? If articles could like put like like a click a link to how you pronounce the person's name. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. I'm pretty sure it's right. That would be cool. Um, uh, we'll collaborate on all TV series based on PlayStation games. Uh, this would make yeah. So uh, the series based on the popular video game title Red Hot Streaming lately. Peacock just landed uh, Twisted Metal. 
Um, sorry, Anthony Mackie. Of course, HBO has uh, The Last of Us coming out, starring Petra Pascal and Bella Ramsey. And of course, Resident Evil, that Resident Evil show is supposed to be coming uh, via Netflix. Um, uh, yeah, the article really pretty much just go, doesn't really talk. There's not much details other than God of War show coming to Amazon. Um, yeah. Which is, which is cool. It's still pretty early. Yeah, it's really early. Question. Do they do the early... Because they show... Obviously, like we can't go anything based on the picture. But do they start with, like, OG Kratos, you know, I killed my family, I have the ash, ash, like that? Or do they start with the reboot stuff? Which... I would assume they would start with the newer stuff, because God of War 2018 is the game that's etched into everyone's minds nowadays. And it fleshed and out the character to, a lot. Yeah, yeah, too. But at the same time, though... That kind of has its own problem because God of War 2018 is pretty much just like a movie-based game anyway, uh, mm-hmm. if you think about it. Like, so Last of Us. Its story, is, its story is big enough to like be a movie in and on its own, so just making a TV series about it kind of feels redundant to me. But I don't know. That's just me. I could see one or two things. One, they start with the you know old school and have young Kratos, and then, like, you know, a few seasons in, they move into older Kratos. Right. Like, kind of, you know, logical, like, as he gets older. Or two, they basically frame the show around, like, older Kratos, and then have flashbacks, like, you know, Lost style. Yeah. To his... Like, all the stuff that happens before the game. Yeah. So it'd be, like, um, you know, each episode, like, something related to what he's doing... As older Kratos, <laughs> the fuck you It's like you get a younger Kratos adventure. Also. It's the it's the fucking first two seasons of Arrow. <laughs> yeah, this thing happened yeah. on the island, and now it's happening in the city. Basically, uh, I love. Sorry, sorry. It's the first thing I think of. It's like, oh, what a coincidence! Yeah. This thing I happened. But I mean that that is a common framing device for it, TV shows. It is, it is. But it's Arrow is just so blatant about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kratos is all over green. Oh my god, I I I honestly think I'd rather it be the original. Start with the original because God of War twenty eighteen does not work un- no. unless you know about the journey he went through. Not just killing his family, but the fact that he got so fucking pissed he killed all of Olympus, almost killing the entire world, um, or at least that part of it. They're dead at least. Um, yeah, and like that character growth he has to go through in 2018 from that baggage he has i think you don't earn it without experiencing those three uh, going through that story at least the only thing i'll say is like that early kratos character is not very sympathetic so i could see them doing something where it is older kratos you know more sympathetic more learned like telling these stories to his his young kid of like you know this is who i used to be i'm not that person anymore even if they just frame it in like a you know pilot, you see an older Kratos like um, like the Hobbit style, you know where it's like old Bilbo telling um, uh, Frodo about his adventures, mm-hmm. and then it's you know three movies of earlier Frodo adventure or earlier Bilbo adventures. Um, but Father, like, Father, why just... did you have to tell me about the part about you banging Aphrodite? <laughs> it's integral to the plot, boy. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not thinking like a you know how much your mother type thing where it's like old Kratos narrative in every episode, but it's like have that framing device of I'm not that person anymore, but here's who I was in order to become who I am now. 
so that you can at least have some sympathy for him while he's doing those heinous acts. I can see that. Um, it's interesting because, like, I figured, you know, with how hot Horizon is, that would have been the one to get fast tracked to a TV series. Um, yeah. But I, I, God of War obviously has been around a lot longer and has a very vocal, not very, a good, like a big fan base. Like, it's even casual people mm-hmm. know about Kratos and God of War. Um, and, of course, the hotly anticipated sequel. So, I also have to see. And Amazon has the budget for it. Shit, they're charging you fucking an extra 20 bucks on your Prime membership. They better fucking have the damn budget to make your damn Although, TV shows look good. Wheel of Time didn't have much of a budget. If we're looking it, at those. Depends on the producers. show. Depends on the show. The boys has the budget. Um, yeah, that's But, right. and again, Amazon's bad at marketing their shows unless they market, unless they bring money. So... What are you going to yeah. do? What are you going to do? Um, yeah. They're almost as bad as Netflix. And the only one I think is good is HBO Max at marketing their shows, actually. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's a personal thing. Maybe Peacock, too. Peacock's actually pretty good, too. Uh, I just don't watch them because I don't give a damn because their shows look stupid. Moving on right. uh, to... Oh, Bobby Kotick. Oh, Bobby Boy, Bobby Boy, the feds are calling. Um, <laughs> the... Microsoft Activision Blizzard trade Sorry, deal. Really good. I know, right? Um, uh, being investigated for insider trading. Three investors are being investigated for insider trading in relation to the Microsoft acquisition of Microsoft Activision Blizzard. Wall Street Journal reports that Barry Diller, Alexander, Alexander von von Furstenberg, and David Geffen invested right. around 108 million in Activision Blizzard just days before. Microsoft acquired the company and shares up when in value. Their investment climbed to a hundred sixty-eight million and could be worth up towards two hundred million if they keep their shares until Microsoft closes uh, later this year. The investments were made privately, arranged transactions through J.P. Morgan Chase and Co., who later reported the trades to law enforcement after the deal became public. These promoted the U.S. Justice Department and Security and Exchange, the SEC. Uh, Steering Exchange Commission is to both open investigations into the matter. Insider trading is the buying and selling of stocks. Thank you, IGN, for putting this in the article. Uh, of stocks <laughs> with confidential or non-public information, usually within the intention to make as much money as possible. This is what some U.S. Congress people do, you fucking assholes. Um, yep. The practice is illegal in the U.S. Uh, it's supposed to be, but fucking white crime doesn't fucking, fucking get charged with shit. Diller has been, has True. described. It's also his- happened a lot, multiple times uh, before all of these big monop- monopoly deals. That's why it tends to be an issue. Exactly. Diller Diller has described himself as a long term friend of Activision's Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick, and certain on Coca Cola's board of directors with him. Von Furstenberg is the stepson of Diller, and Geffen is another long term friend. Um, Diller told Wall Street Journal that none of the men had infra- inside information about Microsoft. Impending acquisition of Activision Blizzard and said it was just a coincidence Wink. and a lucky bet. Yeah, exactly. Wink. A lucky, wow. lucky bet. Why are you winking like that? I'm not winking at all. <laughs> I have a glass eye. <laughs> While no insider trading has been proven, this is the latest in a long list of controversies surrounding Activision Blizzard in the last few months. Of course, they're being sued by the state of California over frat by culture, which... Ugh, we've talked about that. It has promoted a number of senior staff departures and partner companies taking a step back. Uh, of course, this kind of just goes over like what they've what they've gone over. Uh, so yeah, this is it's just more to the shitstorm. Just add it, add it on to the shitstorm. All I have to say is, if anything would be, if anyone would be responsible for insider trading, it would be Bobby Kotick. <laughs> like, do definitely. Wants other people to profit with him so they can all ride off in their golden parachutes. Exactly. 
Oh. But I had to put this in here because it's it's just so sad but funny. Yeah. Like, what, what do you expect? I mean, insider trading is a ridiculously uh, prolific practice mm-hmm. in business, despite it being illegal. Um, because if you you know if you do it right, you don't get caught. Right. As, you know, as, as bad as that sounds, but. Um, these people clearly didn't do it right because all of that stuff has to go through certain companies and some is going to report you. If some you is don't do it right. some is going to catch you, and if they don't yeah. catch you, it's like you probably got to have probably have to buy them off or something. Which that probably happens. Right. A, lot, a lot of money flies around. Money talks. Oh yeah. To quote Ted DiBiase, everyone has a prize. <laughs> yeah, you go through right, through the right companies and pay them off, and they won't tell you off. Exactly. This is a what happened uh, episode in the making right here. I hope so. Most definitely. Before we started the show, I was watching the Batman and Robin one, which is funny because me and Thomas watched Batman and Robin last week. That's (laughs) hilarious. The movie's so bad. Um, It is. Okay, so there you go. Get fucked. Yeah, it's like as if this this, uh, deal wasn't already up for investigation. Now it's also being investigated for insider trading. It's like. It might not go through now. We'll see. I guess I'll have to see, man. <laughs> wait, yeah. a, wait, a, I mean, like, there's debates on whether they should be doing this deal in the first place, but uh, who, who knows, right? I guess we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Uh, moving on to a surprising announcement. Uh, even though we just had a state of play a week ago, Sony has announced a legacy of Hogwarts legacy Hogwarts Hogwarts legacy state of play. Uh, this Friday, some weird order. Uh, no Thursday. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, uh, Avalon Software and Warner Brothers Games are happy to partner with PlayStation to bring you a special edition of Play State of Play, entirely dedicated to Hogwarts Legacy. The broadcast will begin at March 17th at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, or 5 p.m. Uh, Eastern, or 10 p.m. CET. Uh, since we first revealed Hogwarts Legacy, look, I, I'm not gonna talk about this because it's all just a PR thing, but like. Yeah. Why not just show this off at the last state of play? It's weird. I mean, it sounds like they have a lot to show. Like, 14 minutes of Hogwarts Legacy gameplay. That's pretty substantial. If, like, you would almost have to have its own thing for that. It's like, if you make that part of another state of play, that's all the time you have. I mean, they control... It's What time? They don't belong to an airwave. They control what they show. They, it could have been... What was it? Like a 14 minute um, thing? It wasn't even that long. The original well, one. it reminds me of like when Nintendo Direct in the past has done the like, you know, they'll, they'll show a trailer for Monster Hunter and they'll follow it up with a Monster Hunter Direct with more information. It's that kind of thing. I guess. It just feels... Because you don't want to make the whole show that people are, are watching about one thing. When you have 14 minutes to show, you separate that out into its own thing. What do you expect to see? Because then you're outside of out all okay. th- three of us. You're the one looking forward to this game, my friend. Um, yeah, I, I'm. No, I have no interest in, in, I'm in this media. I feel like this is in direct response to the people like, "Oh, this game isn't coming this year." They're like, "Oh yeah, 14 minute gameplay trailer. Suck it." <laughs> 14 minutes of explaining why this game isn't coming out this year. That'd be <laughs> well, hilarious. that's very possible. It could be um, coming 2023, and went oh. I would bet it's like winter 2022 because for some, like 
there, there's just this thing of Hogwarts being associated with Christmas. November. Well, hey, although usually the Harry Potter movies come out on like Thanksgiving weekend, at least in America. Yeah. So like I could definitely see. November. Although I mean, um, Fantastic Beasts is coming out like July or something. That's weird. <laughs> No, and also, I don't like... I think they're going to time it with that. The last but. Harry Potter movie came out... Uh, the proper name came out, like, like a, like in July, too, so... I Yeah. I, I think the early ones came out in, like, the fall. You should have kept that. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's a... It, the show will run, like, 20 minutes with 14 minutes of gameplay. And then some insight from team members. So, like, that's kind of cool. You get some developer insight. You see mechanics. Um, probably try to try to humanize the team and and separate it from J.K. Rowling as much as possible. Um, yeah, uh, they need to show a lot. They need to show yeah gameplay. They, they need to show mechanics. They need. Is this going to have a character? Creator we need a release date. Are they, is, is this confirmed character creator game or is it like yes? Okay, they need to show that system. They need to show mm-hmm. a lot because in the time since I understand this like COVID. I get that. It's been the one trailer. That's it. Exactly. But other games have come out. Other games have shown shit. They ha- it has to be substantial. It really mm-hmm. has to be to have its own thing. So, this I, is how they'll sell people on the game, especially if it's coming this year. Yeah, for sure. And also to announce that it's going to be exclusive on PlayStation Five and uh, Epic Game Store. Suck it. Pro- I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Like they signed a deal with Sony or something. It's very possible. Avada Kedavra to your expectations. <laughs> I mean, I think the last time we saw something from it was a PlayStation event. Probably. It's not, that seems right. Um, but also, like, it's Warner Brothers, which WB tends to be pretty, like, open. I don't know. Let's we'll see. Um, it'll be finally interesting to know what this game is actually going to be, you know? Yeah. Like, That's I, what I'm excited about. It's like the gameplay of it all. Yeah. Because you show 14 minutes of trailer, or 14 minutes of gameplay, like that better be, you know, gameplay footage for one. That's not a trailer. Right. Um, But to me, that means like they're going to deep dive into the mechanics. And that's what I've been waiting for. Like how customizable it is, like how free right. it is it, you know, and stuff like that. So it, it'll be interesting, but uh, I will not touch this game with a 10-foot pole. Um, let's move on to the actual state of play. Yay! So, Yay! so Sony announced a, a, a state of play, and right off the bat, Capcom trolled everybody. <laughs> Number one, picture this: dinosaurs just hilariously falling out of the sky yeah. and out There's of the so building. Many so many re engine dinosaurs. And again, we didn't know it was a Capcom game at the time uh, until you saw Capcom Presents. Like, uh, and mm-hmm. obviously you see dinosaurs and you see mechs and you see a red-haired woman who, her mm-hmm. name's Regina. Is this, is, this doesn't look like it, but could it be? And it's called X. Prime Exo Primal, so not Dino Crisis. It looks like Dino Crisis meets Warframe, which it, isn't a great selling point. It looks cool. It looks like an. It looks like um, Virtual On, which is an old Sega game on the Dreamcast that was basically a mix. It reminds me of Earth Defense Force, but instead of bugs, it's dinosaurs. A little bit, yeah. It looks fun. 
Giant it's mechs. It's got like a Dino Crisis Warriors vibe to it. A little bit. It looks fun. Um, like you got these cool stylized mechs fighting giant. Like that T Rex coming at the end. That looks really cool. I want to sure. try this game. I got a T Rex. For the most part, it's like horde mode, and I'm like, Let's just a- give me less enemies on screen. Like I, I wasn't a big fan of Dino Crisis One. But, like, the suspense of it all, of, like, you know, having one or two dinosaurs at a time is a lot different than, like, just a horde of, of tiny dinosaurs all at once. Yeah, but I think this is supposed to be, like, just a cool action game where you just beat the shit out of dinosaurs. Um, I, like, yeah. I, again, if you get over to this point that this is not a Dino Crisis game, I think the mech stuff looks cool. I think the abilities look cool. Um, and again, just the hilarious image of the dinosaurs just falling out of the sky and crashing through windows is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep my eyes on this game and hopefully it's good. Um, but also it's basically a Dino Crisis game. No, no, it's not because Dino Crisis is, is basically... That's like, that's like calling Remember Me a Street Fighter Yeah, it, it was horror, it was a horror game, but with dinosaurs. Dino Crisis 2 wasn't. Dino Crisis Three was Dino Crisis. Uh, when people think of Dino Crisis, they think it's like it's, they think RE with dinosaurs. This is even farther from what Dino Crisis Two was. This is, I think, I think it just feels weird that like Capcom would make this decision to to make a game about dinosaurs, a new IP, when people have been asking for with Dino Crisis with a red haired protagonist. Kind of like when they made Dead Rising, when they have a perfectly good Resident Evil. Yeah, but those those coexist surprisingly, surprisingly enough. Those coexist. Yeah. But who knows? Maybe these two can coexist. They actually make another Dino Crisis. You know, we'll see. Um, but maybe hey, it's the same universe. Maybe. Um, who knows? Could be. T- I'm sorry, I can't get over how cool that T Rex looks. Um, and uh, so yeah, it's coming to that. Uh, then we got some more information on Ghostwire Tokyo, which God, I'm really curious about this game. It comes out this month. Um, uh, kind of get a bit, basically a story overview. Um, I'm really curious about this game. Um, after that, it looks like we got some, let's see, what do we got here? Uh, is this, oh yeah, we got an overview of the game I'm looking forward to, which is Final Fantasy Origins, uh, uh, Strangers of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, and God... God damn it, this looks so sick. Uh, it's a quick, short little, like, action thing. You see Jack basically using different classes, taking on some classic Final Fantasy bosses or enemies as a marble at one point. Uh, and that comes out this Thursday. So just a little quick reminder, like, hey, this game's coming out. Uh, and it has a demo out on PS5. Um, so there's that. Just a little reminder for you. Uh, after that... Uh, we have Square Enix show a new trailer for, for Spoken, which was just, as we talked about last week, uh, delayed. Um, but, uh... Sounds I, great. Yeah, no, trailer looks great. It's a shame I have to wait till October to play this damn game now. <laughs> um, but, God, I just want There's to... There's plenty coming out between now and then. True. Absolutely, yeah. you're right. But I was really looking forward to this game. Um, but, yeah. uh, and this basically just confirms it. October 11th, really cool, flashy new trailer. Uh, after that, we get Gundam Evolution, which looks like, it basically looks like it's Overwatch cross Gundam, where it's like a hero shooter this time, which I'm not, uh, I'm not a Gundam. I like Gundam, but I like Gundam Wing, so, like, a lot of these Gundams are, like, um, the, like, the original series Gundam, like, from the first, vo- from the first manga, or the first anime, so I think it looks cool, but, 
Um, I think it's only going to appear to uh, hardcore Gundam fans at this point. Maybe Tyler disagrees, Probably. but I think it looks a little rough. Uh, I'm kind of indifferent to it myself. And then we got the most hypest announcement of them all. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, and this game's not going to have one, not two, not three, not four, not just five Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. We are getting 13 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games. We are getting the arcade games. We're getting all three NES games. We're getting both versions of Turtles in Time. We're getting all three versions of... Uh, 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 fuck, what is it? Uh, tar- Tournament Fighters! Tournament Fighters! And we are getting the Game Boy games! Ladies and gentlemen, the Turtles are back! Oh my god! I remember those Game Boy games, those were dope. I don't, I never played them, that's so cool! Um, but. The only thing I know from the Game Boy game is the hilarious type where Splinter says, prepare for buttle. Ugh, like. Like, I would have expected, okay, if you were doing this collection, I would have said, okay, do the arcade game, do Turtles in Time, do one version of Tournament Fighters, and that's it. No, they're giving you all of them for the price of $39.99, no release date. That's a hell of a game. No release date. What's going to come out first, guys? Is Treasure's Revenge going to come out first or this going to come out first? Who's playing chicken? Stop it! Um, this is so fucking cool. It's a little weird we've got both of them, because that's, like, clearly inspired by Classic Turtles. Right, it and is. This, this collection of Classic Turtles. Right, and the fact that this is something I never thought would happen, because Konami had to sign off on this shit, because this is all their games that they made mm-hmm. in their heyday. Uh, I'm, I never thought that Turtles in Time would get an official re-release. Again, there was a shitty remake that Ubisoft did in the early 2000s, yeah. but... Th- an actual new way for for basically unless you base I put it on my Super Nintendo Mini because of course I fucking did, but an actual way Same. to put to play Turtles in Time, the greatest Turtle Teenage Mutant Turtles game in terms of a beat up. One, you're, you're gonna hear me say this: Turtles in Time, one of the best beat ups of all time. Better than Final Fight. Yes. Better than Streets of Rage. Eat me. Turtles in Time fucking eats ass. Okay, <laughs> that's that says a lot. I love Turtles in Time, uh, and. Hopefully this has online too because we would definitely play that. I, shit. Yeah, they said online for some games. I obviously some won't. Like I doubt the NES games. Do the NES games even have co-op? I don't think they do. Right? There's no way they did. Um, I don't think so. At least the first. So one I would one. say Tournament Fighters has to have online. It both Arcade versions. Does. Um, both um, uh, both uh, Turtles in Time and Hyperstone High should have it, and I think that's about it. I, I don't think you need online for like. The arcade, maybe the arcade ones too, the arcade versions of of, of uh, turtles of turtles games, which I have very little experience with those, uh, but I still think that is so fucking cool. Um, that we're, yeah, uh, I want a physical. This is a dope ass. I want a physical. I'm definitely getting this. Give it to me physical. Give it to me physical. Uh, after that, we get a. Give it to me physical. Uh, I'll I'll double dip. I'll buy physical for Switch and digital on PC. There you go. I'll fucking double dip for this damn collection. Uh, after that, we get a weird short trailer for a monster kaiju bash in the vein of Godzilla Destroy All Monsters called Giga Bash. It was very short, and I was like, I thought, I thought this was that way forward game for a minute. Um, since it's coming out, uh, I think it comes out this week. Um, but, uh, it's not. It's something else entirely, which is, which is weird. Uh, after that, Tyler's already about this. JoJo's All- uh, Okay, what is the title for this name, Tyler? Uh, JoJo's, um, let me get the full title for this, uh. 
JoJo's All Star, uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle. So this R. is a uh, this is basically a remastered PS3. Yes, game. Uh, it's going to be running at 60 FPS on PS5 and PS4 um, with 50 new 50 characters and I think a couple of new additions. Uh, I think they said it's coming yeah. to PC as well. Um, I think they said, which I'll probably buy it just in case it gets delisted again because I think the other one got delisted. Um, no, it hasn't been delisted. Oh. I was able to get it last year. Okay, no. I haven't really played it much because my PS3 is dusty and old. Okay. Uh, it looks cool, and now that I understand at least two of the JoJo's, I actually can be excited about this a little bit. It looks pretty cool. You can play as Lisa Lisa in this yeah. game. So yes. That should instantly give you Yes. Something. Yes, I could. Uh, after Okay, moving on. Uh, we get a really cool uh, uh, gameplay demonstration of this a uh, new game called Trek to Yomi, which is like basically like it, it's like a tell like an like a old Japanese samurai film from like the 1950s, um, and it's a side-scrolling hack and slash. I guess I could pronounce it, but like very cinematic, like very, and, and it's all in black <laughs> and white. It, I think this game has been around for what I understand, but like this is like its first showing in a while. It looks really cool. Um, with the black, it reminded me of Sifu, yeah. but it's not it's that. Sure. Yeah, uh, for sure. Um, I think I saw those comparisons as well. But it looks cool. Um, I, I want to try this. I just hope it's not a PlayStation exclusive, or at least coming to PC at some point. Yeah, this looks cool. I might give it a shot. Um, let's see. After that, uh, we, uh, you guys remember Returnal? Uh, Returnal is yeah. getting a new, uh, basically an expansion, uh, coming, I think, this year. Uh, I'm trying, it's gonna show the title right now. Uh, Ascension, where I, it looks like you're gonna yeah. be climbing this tower, uh, like, it's basically a new game mode. You're, you're gonna be climbing this tower and, and... Well, there's multiple features. You're gonna climb this tower, uh, I, I think they also added co-op as well, uh, which is like, mm-hmm. that was, that's a huge Campaign thing. co-op. Yeah, in-game co-op, which is really cool, yeah. Um, God, this game... Uh, I was hoping they would announce the PC version, because mm, I want to play this so bad. Um, but no... I, I think it's going to be an exclusive. Yeah, I mean, like that just means I have to wait a little bit longer, but I'll, it'll come to yeah. PC. If you're putting all your other I games... I kind of want it now. Like, I've got a friend that was super into it. Yeah. And, like... I, I mentioned... Like, it, it was kind of... It was interesting to me, but, like, I, you know, I don't really do roguelikes. But yeah. the concept of co-op with him... Like, it kind of has me interested now. Yeah, it looks it looks really cool. I want sometimes again, that's all it takes. Yeah, uh, it looks really cool, and I, I'm so, like, a game came out almost about a, almost a year ago, and obviously it looks like the team has been hard at work getting this deal, getting this expansion ready. Um, God, I can't. I, I, I'll experience it through Max playing it. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, this holy crap, this game looks so cool. Sorry. Um, yeah, roguelike co-op gets me hyped still. Because it's like, it's different every time, but you've got someone to experience it with. That makes a difference. That's why you should play Streets of Rage 4. It's a, it's a fighting game. Oh, I mean, it's a beat-em-up, though. No, the Mr. X... The Mr. X DLC is it's a It's basically a roguelike, yeah. Um, it, every level is randomized, and you can, like, change up your buffs and shit But it's like also that. a beat-em-up. But it's a roguelike, though. Like, it's... You're, you're still going room to room. Yeah, that's two things I don't like. You're, you're missing the point. How do you not like beat them up? So the easiest thing to get into, you hit a button, you go have fun. Um, it's boring. 
Justin hates fun. Confirmed. All right, guys, I'm gonna need it. You know what? I know it's your birthday, but get fucked on that comment. Um, wow. <laughs> so next up, we have in the stream. Uh, we have you're the one who doesn't appreciate uh, good. This one's in front of you, Mister. I'll play. Um, I'll play this stubbornly for the next 15 hours. Um, next up, we have two Square Enix games that look very rough. Um, the first is called, oh, I just had it, uh, it's a weird dumb name, because Square Enix loves its dumb names. What happened to Square Enix? Like, well, it, all of their games look pretty rough these the days. Dealfield the Dealfield Yeah, the Dealfield Chronicles, which looks like it's supposed to be, like, a, it's a tactical RP, uh, a strategy RPG, which is, like, odd, because mm-hmm. they just released Triangle Strategy, which does look good, on the other hand. Um, I, like, I, I, some people thought this was gonna be... A new Final Fantasy Tactics. It's not. It's clearly not. Unfortunately, it's not. Uh, Gameplay-wise, it doesn't look like that. Um, it looks fine. It just doesn't... It just looks very boring, especially in the overworld. Yeah. It looks basic as hell. Um, yeah, it does. Uh, and then... It at least, like, visually looks a little better than the, you know, the other thing. Yeah, oh my but god. But yeah. it also, like, it very much looks like it's going to become a Final Fantasy game. Because like there's there's some stuff there like especially the seemingly Bahamut summon that seem like Final Fantasy, but then there's no Final Fantasy in the title, so it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's who knows. We'll have to see. Maybe they, they can always change the title. Uh, and then next up, they'll change it to, to versus thirteen as a joke. We get a new trailer <laughs> for. At first, we didn't know what it was until I recognized uh, how the character looked. We're getting a new Valkyrie uh, game, which I think the official title of it is called Val- Valkyrie, Valkyrie Elysium. That's it. Valkyrie Elysium, which, uh, number one, I have the remake of the PlayStation 1 game right over there on PSP. It's hard! <laughs> uh, don't play that game. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Use a guide if you're going to play that game. But And I and when I when once I recognized it was a Valkyrie game, because I knew it was a Valkyrie game when I saw her... And I saw Odin, and I was like, oh my god, is this a Valkyrie game? And then I, they showed more, and I think her, her she looks fine, but everything else around it looks really rough. Like The art style is not does. good. No. Like, it looks like a PS3 game. Yeah. This would be a very nice-looking PS3 game. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like it Because just... that, that did, like, the, you know, Valkyrie Re- Revolution, like... You know, that cel-shaded art style nicely. Yeah. But, granted, this is also on Switch, so it is kind of a PS3 game. Is, oh, I didn't um, I didn't see the Switch logo at the end. Okay. Um, they don't put the, the Switch logo on there. But uh, it was announced afterwards that it's coming to all consoles. Oh, okay. And PC. I mean, I, I think at the same time, it looks rough, but I think it's, like, cool that Square is, like, finally making shit that's not just Final Fantasy. You know? Sure. Like, I think, the, I think we have to get merit for that, but hopefully this is just... The first showing in the game, and as we get more and more stuff, it'll look a lot better. We've definitely have seen that before. We'll have to see. Yeah. But, like, the, the Valkyrie series has kind of bothered me in general, because there's really no consistency between them. I've only um, played the first one, so I couldn't tell you the other ones. Like, the first one is very much, I mean, it's a it's essentially a side-scroller RPG. Yeah. And then there was a, a sequel or two. I think there's, like, a mobile game in there. Um, and, like, they're all different, like, drastically different graphical styles, battle systems, that kind of thing. 
And then this one looks like more of a like a near automata style. Very platinum. Yeah. And it's like, what is this series? Like, we're not going to keep anything similar, and there's so not that many titles in the series. It's like, what really ties them together, you know? Yeah. It's basically like Sonic in the mid-2000s yeah. and early 2010s. Because even visually, I mean, I guess the art style is similar to, like, the cinematics in the first game. But that was like a, you know, it was a side-scroller, like, 2.5D type game. So you're not really tying it that way. I just, I don't understand what they're doing. Uh, hey, it's obviously they were going to do unless they did like an HD. The only way they'll do like a like remake the first game if they do an HD remake. Which there was an interview with Square Enix saying they want to make all their old school games in or as much as possible of them in the HD two D style. So who knows? Yeah. Maybe a Valkyrie, another remake of that game will come along and make maybe they'll fucking make it a lot easier to understand versus like they did in the mid nineties. So there you go. Uh, overall, a pretty okay state of play, but um, mm-hmm. obviously the turtles uh, thing was the big was the big thing of the fact that the, those a lot of those games have not been officially re released anywhere else. So uh, very very well noted. Um, They're finally being let out of the Konami jail. <laughs> yes, thankfully. Oh uh, please, I just I just hope that means Treasure Revenge comes out this year. Like I I if 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 if. Turtles and Time... Or if. If. Uh, channeling my inner Chris Jericho there. Uh, if um, Shredder's Revenge does slip into 2023, at least th- if this collection comes out this year, I will be like, okay, I'm not mad. Because i got 13 games to play, and I haven't beaten, I've only beaten one of these games. So I got something to keep get my turtle fix on. So... Yeah. Just, just make sure turtle fix. Just, just make Shredder playable in the new game. That's all I ask. Um, if the game gets delayed because of that, I would be happy. Uh, and fi- finally, our in our next piece of news, not our last piece of news, next piece of news, a little bit more serious topic. Uh, it was announced on Wednesday that Nintendo will be no Steam, go away. Nintendo will be delaying the Advance Wars reboot, citing world events, uh, and pretty much they put this out a tweet Wednesday morning. In light of recent events, uh, world events, uh, refraining to the Russian-Ukrainian war that is still currently raging along, we stand strong with Ukraine. Um, uh, we made the decision to delay Advancers 1 plus 2 Reboot Camp, which was originally scheduled to release on Nintendo Switch on April 8th. Please stay tuned for updates on the new release date. Uh, FYI, they've also digitally removed it, so it doesn't even have... It's just gone, so they don't even know when it's going to come back. Um, uh, it was set for April 8th. This is the second time the game has been delayed. Nintendo originally moved the game from December 2021 to Spring 22. Reason that the game just needs some more fine tuning. Um, and of course, uh, I'm gonna say this right now. For and I saw these people, and I automatically blocked them on Twitter. You are a fucking baby for being mad that this game is being delayed for this reason. And some people were generally confused, like, well, why are they delaying this game? Why? Are they, well, like, what? Like, all like wars happen all the time. Yada yada. I'm going to tell this right now, so if you don't, like, this is story reason, and even Justin didn't know until I mentioned it. Yeah. The opening of this game is you defending your home country from a Russian allegorical country, Blue Moon, invading other people's countries and, you know, occupying land and using bombs and tanks. And I understand it's cartoonish violence, 
but the imagery is still there. So, and I did another friend told me that like you you end up winning. So I mean, I like there's still some element of that where it's like you know, the the good people beat the Russian allegory, but I totally get it. I'm just saying like Yeah, it's it's just it's 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 real time sensitive. In fact, there was one dumbass who Tyler and I are familiar with, and I blocked his. He actually protected his tweet. He he went to protect the tweets because of a tweet. He's like, "Why not delay Kirby?" Then I'm like, "Do you have to be that what? stupid? Are you that fucking stupid that Kirby like right. it, and, and like? I think he was just trying to make a bad joke, but I'm like, one is a is a game. Granted, a very kid version, but it's still a game that involves war and very." realistic image not realistic imagery but a very similar imagery the other one's about a pink pluff dude that occasionally will have horrific shit in it it's not it's not the same compatible thing like yeah it's not they're not sucking up a vending machine versus russian allegorical mission yeah and it's not like other games are being delayed because it's because this game just happens to do a very specific thing and it's just like listen um i i honestly and and i real talk I was even thinking of waiting on this game because of how much was coming out. It's because I got Strangers in Paradise, Kirby's coming yeah. out. I'm still working through, uh, through Triangle Strategy. I'm like, well, it's a remake. I can wait, right? I could wait for it. I don't need it now. And then I saw this. I'm like, well, that sucks, but I understand. You know? Mm-hmm. I See, I have two points of view on this. Like, I was not going to get it anyway. I don't care about Advanced Wars. But... And sure, you could stop listening there because clearly my opinion doesn't matter. Because <laughs> um, like, one, my... <laughs> I, I, don't totally understand it because I wonder, like, you know, how long are you going to delay it? Like, if it's ready to go, this war is going to keep happening. Right. That's... It's not going to be like a few months, and then it's like you know they they try to delay it a few months, and then it still looks bad because the war is still happening. It's like you're really screwing yourself over at that point. Again, totally understand the reasoning, but it's like you're basically saying that like we're not going to re- release this game until the war effort is over, right? And that could be years. Well, I guess we'll have to see what the, like what they deem is necessary. That's ultimately their decision. Tyler, what were you going to say? Yeah, but then uh, I was going to say anything. Uh, but then secondary, like. Uh, like I said, I don't. I I was not going to get this game in the first place, and there's. I, I honestly, I forgot my other point. I'm, I'm I'm not even gonna dance around it. I forgot my other point. Okay. Well, again, like I think I think you're a piece of shit if you're mad at this game together. I understand you've like it came out of nowhere when we it was announced last summer. And again, the game it wouldn't have been an issue. The game would have been out in December, right? We would have had it. I would have had it. I would have been talking about it. But it's not, it's not how it happens, and you're just going to have to wait. You're just to be an adult, and hopefully you are an adult, or at least learn to understand that this takes precedence. Um, uh, and I will say this. I will wait as long as – because I, I, I assume, like, hey, they don't have a game for May. They'll release it, like, at the end of May, even if the war is still going on. Like, we made the decision to release it. It'll come out May, Memorial Day weekend or something. That's that's my bet. That's the earliest they think it'll come out. As for that, like, they can't hold on to the game forever. Like – they right. they just can't. It's gonna come out this year. There's nothing wrong with the game. The game the game's probably already printed, uh, based on like how like when it's supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. I stand by my opinion that they should just release the game 
and then donate a portion of the profits to Ukraine. Like, make, you know, the, the allegorical Russian villain the actual villain and put sales of the game towards the war effort. I know that's a controversial opinion, but why not? As as a company, I guess they shouldn't take sides, whatever. But I mean, they're already like they're they're joining the team of people that aren't pr- producing their products in Russia. So it's, it's might as well put some money towards Ukraine, also. Right. It's it's weird. It's it's a delicate situation, but well, I guess we'll just have to see how long this this delay happens. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's unfortunate, but this is the world we live in, and um, you can wait a little longer for your for your war simulation game. Uh, Indeed. Let us move on to the final bit of news of tonight and our last topic of the night, which is Evolution 2022, the first live in-person evolution, hopefully, uh, <laughs> coming this year, this summer, August 8th. Is that what Evo stands for? Yeah, Evolution. Evolution yeah. Pro Series, yeah. Huh. Yeah, Evo. What did you okay. do? What, I'm curious. What did you think it stood for? I thought it was an acronym. No, it's just evolution. Like Evo, like E V O. No, just evolution. Um, evolution tournament. Well, I evolution tournament series is what it's properly called, but everybody just calls it Evo. Um, so now uh, this past uh, Tuesday they had a uh, a 40 minute event where they not only announced the games. But they also basically had exhibitions for every game, which is actually really cool if you were a casual player and you got to see every single game be played and you think, oh, this game is cool. So here are the games that will be coming to EVO 2022. Let's sing them off. Street Fighter V Champion Edition. Played on PS4. Oh, fucking course. Guilty Gear Strive. Played on PS4. Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate. Surprise, because in 2019... Uh, or 2020, I think, it, it did not make the cut, so it's back. Mortal Kombat is back at Evo. Tekken 7 for PS4. The King of Fighters 15. Coming for the first time since, I think, 2017, it's coming back. Or 20, even 2016, possibly. Melty Blood Type Lumina, which was the fighting game that came out in last year. The game with characters that have no drip. Um, that'll be making its Evo debut. And another surprising choice that I thought wasn't going to come back, Dragon Ball Fighters was returning to Evo. Wow. Yeah. Um, Isn't that one, like, not that good? No, it's... Well, it... Fighters is great. The online sucks, Online sucks. Oh. Yeah, but this is in person. Um, but there's currently a character in the game that may or, not, may or may not ruin the meta, so it'll be interesting to see what happens this summer. Um... Oh no, GT. No, Goku. not him. It's it's Labcoat Twenty One. Apparently, she's ruining the game. Yeah, oh, apparently, okay. she's like that busted. Um, then finally, un- and here's the last two games uh, that, that are coming to uh, to Evo: Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. Um, yeah, oh, wow. uh, here's a little tidbit about Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. This game literally released like two years ago this month, like right before. Everything went into COVID lockdown mode. And so this yeah. game, at least in America, has, and even someplace internationally, has had almost, has had no chance to have built up any kind of local presence, uh, like in person community at all because of the COVID nonsense. This is going to be its first big in person tournament, and I am excited. Um, 
And then finally, the biggest surprise, uh, honestly, because uh, it's making its official Evil debut. It wasn't part of that. On it was supposed to be part of that Evil Online thing in 2020, but they got canceled because it turns out Mr. Wizard is a piece of shit pervert. Uh, Skullgirls yeah. Second Encore is coming out. Is going to be a main game at Evo. Uh, it, I just want to remind everybody, Skullgirls was famous, has been famously snubbed at Evo from Mr. Wizard, uh, and for such stuff. So it's it's a it's a cool it's cool. Uh, here's another here's another caveat uh, for for uh, Evo as Justin pulls up his floofy cat. Um, She's so fluffy. Tra- traditionally. Evo has closed with Street Fighter, the sh- like the sh- with the exception of 2019, where S- Super where Smash Ultimate uh, ended uh, closed uh, was the main event. Uh, traditionally, it's been a Street Fighter game. This year, uh, e- like as we've documented of this podcast, uh, uh, Evo is under new management. Sony owns it. They they have a new general manager. Uh, Mr. Wizard's gone. Um, Pokemon is even involved somehow. I think. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, she's, I think it's because of the company she works for, like, she's, like, working with Evo, so, like, she basically is working, yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, it's weird. So, uh, this year, the, the, like, normally they would tell you what games are gonna go on first, so, like, in, if you've never, if you've never been to the show before, or heard me talk about Evo, Evo is a three-day event, and it happens Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and you have, you have one game that'll end on Friday, a couple games in on Saturday, and then you have I think it's at least four, at least four games on Sunday, which are your main stage, which are your finale Sunday games. So this in, in past years it was predetermined, just based on probably audience retention, yada yada yada. This year they're doing something different. The order of which of uh, of which games will be played will be based on number of entrants. So ergo vis a vis c'est la vie. That means. If Guilty Gear Strive gets 6,000 people and everybody has less than that, Guilty Gear Strive will mainline Evo. And then from there, it's like, okay, Street Fighter has 2,000, Tekken has 1,200, yada, 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 yada. You know how it works, So, which I think is pretty cool because now it just, it's not just a... Oh, Capcom! Actually, it's not even—it's not even a Capcom really centered event. It's more of an Arc System run event based on how many games they have running here. Um, so I think that's really, really cool that they're doing that. They're allowing the communities. They're basically asking the communities, "Hey, you want your community to be the main event on Sunday in the Mandalay Bay with 300,000 people watching on Twitch and fifteen thousand people watching in Mandalay Bay? Do you want your game to be in there? Well, fucking go register and go sign up for Evo to participate in the biggest uh, in-person tournament, open tournament in the history of fighting games." God, I sound too impassioned for somebody who's not going. Um, I think that's really Could cool. Go. I I can't afford it. It's expensive, man. Yeah, it is. Vegas is four hundred dollar plane ticket, uh, eighty dollars for registration, and ten dollars per game, and then at least four hundred dollars for the place to stay. That's expensive. That's money I do not have. Uh, at least mm. at least to spend like that. So, um, uh, oh, here's another caveat. If you go to Evo this year, in the past, if if you've ever been to Las Vegas, apparently uh, L.A. Las Vegas is notorious for charging six dollars for water. Um, like water is like hard to yeah. come by. This year, Evo, they will give everybody a free water bottle, and they will have over forty stations of water refill stations. So guess what, bros? You go to Evo, you get free water wherever you go. You don't gotta pay for shit. 
Yo, yo, free oh, water. Nice. Let's go. That, you'd be surprised. This is Water World. You be, dude. It's a fucking godsend if you. You know how expensive that can be when you're supplying a like, tournament that huge. That's expensive. That ain't cheap. Uh, and, and so like that. That's that's honestly cool because most. And like, the problem is that they charge $6 for water in the first place. Not that they're giving free water. That's a Las Vegas thing. That's not an EO thing, first off. That is not. That's, that's just. You go anywhere for water, it's 6 bucks. Oh, not for. In Las Vegas, it's 6 bucks. Just saying. Um, so, like, like, the fact that they're giving, they're, they're giving away free water, that, that's, that's, really, that's really a cool caveat uh, for that. I just want to put that out there. They made it a, they made it a point to say it in the show. So, um, I'm hoping evil actually happens. Uh, obviously the COVID, it feels like COVID's still around, but obviously we're kind of, I guess we're just over it, I guess. Fuck it. Um, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing matters anymore. So I'm hoping it happens. I will, I can finally schedule off that weekend in August and just sit down and watch three day weekend of nothing but fighting games. I would love to be there. I would love to fucking go into tournament mode and enter I'll tell you the games I would enter. I would enter... Oh, God, I just deleted the list. God damn it. Uh, I would enter... Street Fighter Five. Street Fighter Five. Gear Strive. Uh, Street Fighter Five. Kills Gear Strive. Mortal Kombat 11. Uh, King of Fighters. So that's four. And then if if I feel like I could squeeze it out, I would enter Grand Blue Fantasy Versus. I would enter I would enter those games. Um, and no Tekken? No. No! You can, no! no! <laughs> I beat you by luck, but barely, man. I could; those guys would wash me. At least with a two D game, I can apply my knowledge to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, Evo is not going to happen for me this year unless like some miracle happens, like this Twitch. Yeah, I'll definitely take that weekend off just get to some, catch this. Some and huge Twitch payouts. Should, yeah, we should get. Uh, we should do a live reaction to that shit. Uh, I'd rather just chill, man. I, I like to do my own thing on that day. I just. Just fucking... I have two monitors. Fair enough. I, I'll have my... Wow. Yeah. I That's my thing. Uh, but uh, me and Thomas usually... We don't usually like live stream it, but me and Thomas usually hang out and watch it. So if you want in on that action, we can do that too. But I don't... I don't... I'd I don't want to live stream it. So I don't want to make everything content, man. I'm not there. Um, but... Uh, <laughs> so it's going to be an exciting time. Again, Evo will be taking place uh, August the uh, 5th to the 7th. So yeah, those three days. I need to schedule out those three days now. Okay. Um, what are y'all Same. thoughts on Evo going into this year? I know Justin, you're casual, but are you happy that Mortal Kombat 11 is going to be there? Wasn't it there last year? It was not the. It was it was excluded from the last time we had a uh, main on Evo, which we were supposed to have a main on Evo, which was 2020. It was excluded initially. Weird. Um, I mean, it, it's weird to me that Smash Bros. isn't going to be there, but I'm not totally surprised either because of Nintendo and it's yeah. kind of weird. Um, but, I mean, it's a solid list. Like, that that's all I'll be able to say. I only know, like, half the games. Yeah, a lot, um, a lot of these I don't these even are... know what Melty Blood is. I've heard of Skullgirls, but I don't know it. I don't know what Grand Blue, Grand Blue is. Um... It's Guilty a, Gear is one of those, like, again, I know because I think y'all have talked about it, but I don't know anything about the characters. We talked about it, Nauseam. Yeah. It's a very safe list, but these are currently the, with the exception yeah. of Tekken 7 and Mortal Kombat, all these games are getting new updates, new content, uh, and Street Fighter 5 too, but even then, that just that's supposed to get a balance patch soon. 
So like, and even Dragon Ball has even gotten like a new character. So who knows? Who knows what else is coming to that game? So, and even Skullgirls is getting new characters. Uh, ten years after it came out, which is even insane. Um, Weird. I don't. That's I don't know crazy. how it's happened. Hasn't been a new Skullgirls game in ten years. Well, the developer, like we talked about this, the the the, the lead developer Mike Z. Uh, turned out to be a weirdo, and uh, yeah. and, and the, it basically enfolded, so any kind of hopes of that. And also the whole Konami publishing uh, shit uh, when the game first yeah, came it's, out. Yeah, it's well. been a weird ride. But it's finally happening, and people never stop supporting it. Um, so, of course, it's cool to see KOF 15 there. Uh, everybody's happy on that bandwagon, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, I know a lot of people expected DNF Duel, Dungeon and Fight Duel, the uh, that they had a demo this past winter. A lot of people thought that was going to be the surprise game because Evo has done in the past where a game they will announce a game for Evo, but it's not even out yet, and it'll come out like a month or two before it, uh, but not this year. So, uh, but pretty solid list. I'm more I'm mostly happy for Grand Blue Fantasy Versus because I've seen high level tournaments and that game is really really fun, but I'm really excited to see an in person high level where like we're going to get players from Japan. America, Europe, it's it's going to be a whole fucking thing, and it's going to be exciting. That's going to be the scrappy underdog show for sure, aside from Melty yeah, Blood. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to call it right now. Melty Blood will be the show, will be the game that closes Friday night, unfortunately, which isn't a bad thing. Like, you're there, you know, you're the opening act. That's perfectly fine. I just think it'll receive the least amount of entrance. Um, and I th- What do you think will open? I just, Melty Blood. I think that'll receive the lowest in terms in relative in the comparative dimensions center. I think Melty Blood will receive least because that community is relatively small in comparison to the other. Sorry, ones. what do you think will be top billing? I think it will either it's it's got to be guilty. It's either going to be Guilty Gear. Uh, I think it's either Guilty Gear or if King of Fighters his momentum keeps going because a lot of people are very positive about King of Fighters. It's either that or or Guilty Gear or King of Fighters because a lot of people are playing them. Hmm. Yeah. Their netcode is good, uh, and like their communities are already huge. I don't think Street Fighter Five will be the mainline game because a lot of people are. It's the game's been out for six years. It's like the only people left playing are like, not the hardcores, but like it still has some people playing. But there is the the amount of of people playing Guilty Gear and KOF is just that much higher. So. But I think the if I was to give an edge, I'd say Guilty Gear Strive closes Evo this year. That's that's that thing. I think that's the safe bet. The wild pick is KOF fifteen. Yeah, it would be super sick if KOF fifteen was the closer. And King of Fighters Evo matches are sick oh, to watch. High level KOF is insane. Like it is people doing short jumps, super cancels. It's it's a whole nother like you think you saw you think you you've seen how a two D fighting game is played then you watch KOF high level plays like wait hold on hold on how did what's going on here like it's not Marvel crazy but when you start to see stuff it's just it's it's pure fan it's pure nuts, um, which is why I want to see Kim in this game because seeing him in Evo tournaments is always high. the only reason I want KOF fifteen the main line is because Terry currently is extremely strong. In KFT, he's one of the best characters in that game, according to people. I want that whole yeah. arena to yell out "Are you okay?" and bust a wolf in the arena, so you could hear it on like while watching. I definitely like, do like that. that. I want to see that. Um, 
because uh, the, the live audience for... Terry, are you okay? Yeah. Are you okay? Exactly. Are you okay, Terry? I want to see uh, Ralph's Level 3 uh, connect and just everyone just burst into cheers when he walks oh, yeah. through the Ralph fire. is one of the coolest Level 3s in the game, so... Um, yeah, I just I just know that when Dragon Ball Fighters comes on, I will immediately not watch because Dra- <laughs> the game is fine. It's just high level Dragon Ball takes forever. It takes it, it takes does. a long time. Um, if if Dragon Ball Fighters closes out Evo, you're gonna we're gonna be there till like two in the morning. I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking. It it it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, I hope Mortal Kombat 11 does well. Like Van, like a lot, like yeah. I I love Mortal Kombat 11. Um, and like I would love to see uh, other players. Like I I uh, um when CEL just happened back in December. Um, I want to see South Amer- as many South American players come up to play in Evo because apparently South America ha- has a really strong MK uh, MK community in general. Um, that would be pretty cool to see them take on like America's best, Europe's best. Japan does, Asia doesn't have an MK community. They don't get the game. But also, South America is big on KOF. So. True, exactly, exactly. That's true. Uh, so hopefully they'll they'll all show up for to play some KOF and the place of Mortal Kombat. Um, it's gonna be a good time, man. And of course, we'll get announcements, predictions. Let's go with predictions. Obviously, we're a long way off from August. What is one thing you think one of these companies will announce at Evo twenty twenty two? Justin, you go first. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, I'm going to call dibs because I'm going to be the worst at guessing. And, I mean, it's going to be, like, a character reveal or maybe a release date or something for Street Fighter Six. Okay. That's a, this is a very safe bet, and I will give you that one because you are the casual. Tyler, I yeah. expect more from you. This is a okay. reach. Like, this is my hopes and dreams shining through. I'm hoping they announce Tekken 8 Ooh. for this. Mm. Ooh. I mean, yeah. I want to remind... I know that's I mean, reaching, and that is a really big it's, hope. It's not because they've announced crazy. Technically, Tevin Seven has been out since like twenty, like fifteen. Like if you count the arcade ver, Free yeah, arcade, it's been yeah. it's been cooking for a while. So we only got the console version in like 2018? 2017. 2017. So and even in that sense, that's been almost five. That's going to be five years this summer. So it's like. I think I don't think there's much of a reach as you think. I think we could see something on Tekken Eight. That would that would be pretty cool. Um, and I want to see Jun Kazama come back and pretty much go full circle on her character since they pretty much dropped it ever since Tekken okay. Two. Well, uh, this is going to be the reach. I think they're going to announce Mortal Kombat Twelve here. I, I think have they ever done a Mortal Kombat announcement at Evo? No, that's why I said it's the biggest reach. <laughs> that's why that's why I put the caveat on there. But that's I'm speaking for the fences here. Uh, I think they will announce Mortal Kombat 12 here, or at the minimum, it just to cover my ass, it'll be an announcement. Of, it'll be an announcement of an announcement to come check here at a certain time. Uh, if if MK if MK12 is not announced like the month prior or uh, in June or July, um, so we'll have to see. But um, yeah, I mean, I would I would more likely say Injustice Three. They are not. It it has been through confirmed sources. They are not working on Injustice Three. Like they like it, that has been debunked. They are work. Mm. They are working on a new Mortal Kombat. Um, okay. Yeah. So if now if they are working on Injustice Three, then somebody some fed somebody some information. But like this is coming from people who have reliable sources. Uh, unlike your Metroid Prime bros that. <laughs> 
I have to take the dick there. Um, Why? It's my birthday. <laughs> hey, it's not my. I'm more digging at them because they're the ones who are like, hey, just just feed me anything. They'll, they'll believe anything I say. Uh, but I strongly believe that Mortal Kombat 12 will be uh, is is in the works and not in Justice Three. Um, so who who knows okay. at this point? Because uh, we'll have to see. Uh, anything else to say on Evolution 2022, guys, before we close for tonight? I think that's just about everything. Alright, everybody. Uh, Justin, please plug your stuff. You can find me if you look for ZeroScore on Twitter or YouTube or Twitch. Uh, hopefully I will be back to streaming on Thursday uh, where we will get some progress in Metroid Dread. <laughs> um, uh, and then I'm, I'm somewhat back to YouTube uploads um i will have some 30xx footage up in the near future i'm currently waiting on low to finish some artwork of the two of us um in order to get the first part of that series out but like i said i'm also probably working on like a a little video of Mega Man like games um I want to kind of get a backlog together because I'm going to be traveling. Um, my wife and I are going to Scotland in May. Ooh. Uh, nice. So, yeah, I'll be gone for a week and a half or so uh, during that time. So I'd like to have a few things to, like, you know, schedule and put out during that time. So that when we get back, I can just focus on, like, travel vlogs. Um, but we'll see what happens. Regardless, I share way too much on Twitter, so just follow me there. Tyler. You can follow me on Twitter at hits.ty. Check the pinned tweet to take you to my YouTube channel, home of Tire Shoes Reviews, where I review old-ass fighting games for your pleasure. Also on the main YouTube page, I have put up the first two parts of uh, my duels against Lo, a.k.a. Nero the Hero, in my previous live stream of Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. Those have been a lot of fun to work on. We had a lot of fun playing those matches. And, uh, yeah, that's all pretty good. On the Twitch side of things, I Twitch on Sunday evenings on twitch.tv slash tireshoes1, where I play rando- against randos in Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel or against friends, or probably just play whatever the heck I want. I'm kind of leaning towards playing older Sonic games again, maybe some uh, arcade runs of fighting games, whatever I feel like. And on the cinema shot side of things, uh, we just recorded for Dragon Ball Z, Wrath of the Dragon, the final of the classic Dragon Ball Z movies until we go into super territory. So look forward to that episode when it drops. And you can follow me at twitter.com slash marvelousiggy for all things related to the marvelous one. And I stream live at twitch.tv slash iggy 4 four times a week because I'm insane. Uh, at uh, Sunday... Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Again, to look some events we got coming up, we got the Mega Man X4 race where I smoke these two losers uh, and prove that why I'm the dominant X player. You don't know. Um, watch me, son. Just watch me. And then I've I'm des- the dominant zero player. I've decided <laughs> I can smoke you there too, buddy. Uh, and then um, uh, I've decided that the week of, of Sonic 2's release in theaters. Uh, I will be playing several, uh, four different Sonic games on there, including 
uh, Sonic Team's Rage Transform, where I will also proceed to smoke these chamokes. Um, and, uh, yeah. also, and I'll announce the other games as we get closer to that, but, uh, in addition, uh, thanks to, uh, the, my current people on Twitch, I received the Twitch payout, and I will use some of that money for Final Fantasy Strangers, uh, Final Fantasy Origins Strange Paradise, we'll be starting that up, so every other Tuesday, we'll be doing Mario Sunshine for the sub-goal reward, and then, uh, Strangers of Paradise, so look forward to that shenanigans, uh, and then I just want to end this show uh, by saying a quote uh, from uh, Scott Hall, who unfortunately, as we were recording this show, it was announced that he passed away. Um, and uh, just to end the show, I just want to say, hey, yo, we'll see, hey, we'll yo. see y'all next week, everybody. Have a good night and stay safe. Hey, yo. <laughs>